he was draped, he was dressed in a robe covered with his own blood. Where did that blood come from? It came from him. Not the blood of goats or young bulls. He entered there and made us free, free, free from sin forever. Tell somebody I'm sinless. Praise the Lord. Sozo is a Greek word which means healing, deliverance, and salvation. Healing, deliverance, and salvation. Somebody say sozo. That is why Jesus Christ came to sozo every one of us. To give us healing, deliverance, and salvation. Praise the Lord. And in this season, it is paramount that we know the sacrifice that Jesus Christ underwent to make this possible for us. And we should appreciate the name, the blood, and the ultimate sacrifice of his life for our lives. The word of God is able to heal. The word of God is able to create whatever you desire if you know how to put it to work. Knowledge is important in the kingdom of God. And when Paul prayed most of the time, and when he was praying for the church, he said, I pray that God will give you understanding and knowledge and wisdom in the knowledge of the word. And it's very surprising that these days and time, people no longer have value for the world. They will do every other thing and neglect the world. Some will give their money for charity. Some will do physical work but they will never spend time with the world. Jesus Christ said, I am the bread of life. Whoever feed on me, we never hungry again. Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 to 13. The easy to read version of it so that everybody can read it. Jesus Christ is the reason for Sozo. He said, then I saw heaven open. There before me was a white horse. The rider on the horse was called 
faithful and true because he is right in judging and making war. Next verse. His eyes were like a burning fire. So Jesus is not just the lamb. Jesus is not just the weak, gentle man that you people think he is. He said his eyes were like burning fire. He had many crowns on his head. A name was written on him. But he was the only one who knew his meaning. That's very important. He was the only one who knew his meaning. Verse 13. He was dressed in a robe dipped in blood and he was called the word of God. Somebody put your hand together for Jesus. He said he was dressed in a robe dipped in blood and he was called the word of God. A robe deep in a blood. What kind of blood was it? Where did the blood come from? Whose blood was it? Hallelujah. You say salvation. It's not cheap. Salvation costs Jesus his blood. I said salvation costs Jesus his blood. From everlasting to everlasting, that blood will always be on him. Why? Is a reminder of your sins. Is a reminder of my sins that have been washed away with his blood. What does it mean to be saved? The dictionary defined saved as to be to be preserved from injury, from destruction, and from any kind of evil or danger. The Romans chapter 10 verse 13 says, it says, Every, for everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. To be saved means to be delivered from danger, to be delivered from pain, to be rescued. I'm reading from the dictionary, not the Bible. The next definition for saved is 
to preserve from final and everlasting destruction to rescue from eternal death. I'm not saying I'm reading from the Bible. I'm saying from the dictionary. So when we say I am saved, I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. It means you've been rescued from destruction. You've been rescued from pain. You've been rescued from eternal deaths. Because God is eternal. And the blood of Jesus is eternal. That blood has washed your sins now and forever. But it comes through knowledge. You need to know it and appreciate it. You need to celebrate the blood of Jesus Christ. You need to celebrate the name of Jesus Christ. This is not a time to be cowards. This is not a time to be quiet. This is not a time to say, I am a Christian and I look nice and I go to Sunday service. It's more than that. The Bible says Jesus Christ died for the whole world. But the whole world is not aware that he died for them. That's why he saved you so that you can go tell them. And let them know the sacrifice that he did. That he paid for the whole, for the whole world. It's our passion. For you to be saved. To be a savior to others. This is why you must know the word of God. Knowing the word of God. Make your prayer effective. Knowing the word of God. Take errors from you. The Bible says, I will instruct you in the way that you should go. But when you don't know the way that you should go and you refuse to go by the manual provided by God, the Bible says, when David was writing, he said, before I was afflicted, before I was injured, before I, was, I came into sickness, I went astray. I forgot the word. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, he said that you should, you should, he said, my son, pay attention to what I say. Pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my word. What God is saying is that don't just take my word as if it's a general word. He said, take it as if I'm whispering it into your ears. Take it personal. Your salvation is personal. Your, your salvation is yours to keep. Are you hearing me tonight? He said, whosoever calleth upon the name of God shall be saved. Not when your father called upon the name of God. He didn't say, when your father called upon the name of God, you shall be saved. He said, when you, say me, when I call upon the name of the Lord, I will be saved. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 14 to 17. 
Glory to God. He said, but our Lord gave me a full measure of his grace. And with that grace came the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. If you are in any gathering, a church, when I say a church, some other religion equally call where they gather a church. The difference between the the Muslim worship, the Buddha temple, is the word of God. Are you hearing me? What they have in common is that people come together seeking to find God. But what is missing is that they don't have the word of God, which is Christ. That is a reference. Then if you find yourself in a place where the word of God is not taught, you are in the wrong place. If you are in a place where there is no reverence, no no respect for the word of God, you better run for your life. Timothy was a young minister and Paul was writing to encourage him. Paul was sharing his own personal testimony how Christ saved him. This was his account. He said, but our Lord gave me a full measure of his grace. Our Lord gave me a full measure of his grace. And with that grace came with faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Verse 15. He will describe to you how good he was. He said, he is here is a true statement that should be accepted without question. Christ, Jesus, came into the world to save sinners. And I am the worst of it. Did you hear that? Paul was writing to a young pastor. He said, do you know that Jesus came to save sinners? And me that is writing to you today, I was one of them and I was the worst of, of them all. He went further in verse 16 to tell you. He said, but I was giving mercy. Somebody say mercy. I was giving mercy so that in me, Christ Jesus could show that he has patience 
without limits. Paul is saying, God used me as an example. God used me as a medium. How, no, disregarding how bad I was, disregarding my past, disregarding my reputation, disregarding what I have done against him. So God demonstrated his patience with me. He demonstrated his mercies with me. Christ showed his patience with me. The worst of all sinners. He wanted me to be an example. So, in your life, have you shared how God saved you with others? Is your salvation an example to others? Have you shared your salvation with others to know that God saved you and made you an example? It's getting quiet. If you've never shared your testimony of salvation, you are doing yourself a disservice. If you say you are proud of Jesus Christ, demonstrate it by sharing your testimony. He said, I was the worst of it. That you wear a fine suit doesn't mean you were just like this some years ago. It's a privilege and honor that we can stand and say we are, we are, we are representing God. My own testimony was, if God can save me, God can save anybody. People I went to school with, people that knew me when I was much younger than what I am now. When they see my picture or see that they hear that I'm a pastor, some of them don't believe it. They call to ask, are you sure you are the one there? I say, yeah, I am. If God can save me, God can save anybody. If God can use me, God can use anybody. Paul said, I was the worst of sinners. He didn't say I am a sinner. He didn't say I was a sinner. He said, I was the worst of sinners. I was the worst of sinners. If you look in the heart of your heart, you knew where God picked you up from. You knew how bad you were to yourself. Not to others. The Christ overlooked all that. Why did God save you? Because he wanted you to be an example. If he can save a prostitute, a murderer, a womanizer, a thief, it doesn't matter what state that person is. Be bold to share the gospel with them in their present state. Are you hearing me? He said, he wanted me to be an example for those who will believe in him and have eternal life. 
The purpose of salvation is to give you eternal life. So when you believe, you receive something. Not only did you receive forgiveness, you receive eternal life. So tell somebody I have eternal life. I receive Jesus and I receive eternal life. I am not a sinner anymore. I was a sinner before. When Christ met me, he changed me. He delivered me and made me an example. And today, I'm worshiping him. The purpose of salvation is in threefold. One is to deliverance from sin. The second one is for you to receive eternal life. The third one is for you to worship God. The purpose of salvation is for you to receive deliverance from sin, receive eternal life into your spirit, and to worship God. Verse 17. He said, honor and glory to the king who rule forever. He cannot be destroyed. Aren't you happy? He cannot be destroyed. It doesn't matter how many Satan gather. It doesn't matter where they have gathered. Jesus cannot be destroyed. My father cannot be destroyed. The lion of the tribe of Judah cannot be destroyed. No sickness, no disease is able to destroy my father and therefore I am insolent. This is the victory that we have. This is our testimony. It said, for we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. God saved you, gave you a testimony. Paul said, I was the worst of sinners, but Jesus Christ came for me and saved me. I want you tonight to remember where God saved you from. And begin to share it with other people. Your testimony will change others for Christ. I said the purpose of salvation are in threefold. One is to deliver you from sin. Two is for you to receive eternal life into your spirit. Tell somebody I have eternal life. I received it when I believe in Christ Jesus. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am full of the Spirit of God. I am full of the Spirit of God. He saved you from sin. He saved you from eternal death. He gave you eternal life. And your responsibility, the third leg, is that you worship him. You worship him. The only thing devil is asked after in your life is not your money. What devil is after is not your health. 
What devil is after is the worship that is due unto God. Don't dare give it to him. Worship your Lord, your God alone. How do you know that? Did I make it up? No, I did not. When Satan came to tempt Jesus after his fasting in the wilderness, the Bible recorded that the third temptation he said, Worship me and I will give you the earth and all its riches. And Jesus Christ said, Get away from me. You must worship only God. So what Satan is after, I said it's not your it's not your money. It's not your health. It's your worship. Don't play with your worship. Don't play with worshiping God. Don't say I'm too tired. I am too busy. I have too many children. Who gave it to you? It's your choice. You prayed for it. Okay, maybe you did not. It just happened. I remember when I first got married. Year one, nothing happened. Year two, nothing happened. Year three, nothing happened. We'll be in the, in, the, in the living room watching TV. My wife would just, would just stroll back to the living room, would go to the bedroom. I think she's going to maybe have a rest. When I go there, you know what she's doing? Just crying. Oh, what did I do? Where is my wife? I go. One year, two years, three years. But when God opened the womb, even when I don't look at her, she's already pregnant. Hallelujah. Whatever you pray for, God will grant it to you. You see, God give us these things as testimonies. Some people become too big and they, they, become, they become too sophisticated to share their testimony. Your testimony is given to you so that you can use it to encourage others. We believe in Jesus Christ. We pray. God granted our prayer. God that gave us children. Did not just give us children. He gave us beautiful and talented children. And I, and I declare whatever you are believing God for today. God will perfect it beyond your wildest dreams. Your testimony is unique to you. Your testimony is a signature of what God has done for you. That God is real. Hallelujah. He said, honor and glory to the king who rules forever. He cannot be destroyed and cannot be seen. Honor and glory forever and ever to the only God. Somebody say amen. Amen. I'm running up again. Why did God save you? One, he saved you from sins. And he gave you what? Eternal life. 
He gave you eternal life. What should you do with eternal life? Worship him. He saved you from sin, gave you eternal life, and your responsibility is to worship him. What did it cost Jesus? His life. His blood. The Bible says he's dressed in a robe covered with his own blood. Can you imagine you co- you're wearing a robe covered with your own blood? Think about it. Wearing a robe that is covered with your own blood and that blood is a reminder of the sins of men. Of the sins of the first Adam. After this Bible verse, we will close. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 9. Did I say verse? No, verses. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11 to 15. I will just rush through it. Don't miss tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be the grand finale and our sister is going to be here tomorrow and make every every plan to be here early. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 11 to 15 only three verses. It said that Christ has already come to be the high priest. He is the high priest of the good things we now have. What do you have? You have eternal life. Is that good? You have grace. Is that good? You have faith. Is that good? When, when people are calculating their asset, they will say, I have a mortgage. That's not an asset. Mortgage is debt. Is, is, is a liability that you will pay till you die. That will not be your portion. No, it's true. That is the meaning of mortgage. You owe till you die. And your children continue. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. So when you begin to count what you have, number one should be eternal life. I have eternal life. Eternal life is at work in me. I said eternal life is at work in you. You are more than conqueror because Jesus is indestructible. He said that Christ has already come to be the high priest. He is the high priest of the good thing we now have. You have eternal life now. But Christ does not serve in a place like the tent that those other priests served in. Talking about the Old Testament priest. He served in a better place or like that tent. This one is perfect. Hallelujah. I said this one is perfect. It was not made by anyone here on earth. But no, it does not belong to this world. The next verse. Christ enter 
the most holy place only one time only one time and now for all time say Jesus is enough Jesus is enough Jesus is enough for me he's enough for your marriage he's enough for your heads he's enough for your finances I said Jesus is enough for all times Jesus is enough this is the gospel the good news the good news is to tell others what Jesus Christ has given us this is the good news God is not mad at you God wants to save you if you have not been saved God wants to deliver you if you have not been delivered God is not the author, author of pain and confusion God is the author of love he is love he is life and he is light he said he entered the most holy place by using the blood of goats the blood of fish his own blood remember the first verse we read this evening was from Revelation chapter 19 he said did you hear that I did not write that the Bible said that if you have received Christ you are sinless he said you will be without sin forever my sins are forgiven forever let's close father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ we appreciate you we love you we thank you for the sacrifice we thank you for the word of God we thank you for making us free we thank you for giving us eternal life we are grateful for making us perfect before you sinless before you covered with the blood of Jesus we thank you we bless you we honor you father tonight I declare that the blood of Jesus will speak on behalf of everyone here I declare that the blood of Jesus will go on behalf of you and change those things that need to be changed in the name of Jesus Christ in your home I declare the blood will rain in your car I declare the blood will rain everywhere you are you carry that blood as Christ is dressed on that robe I declare that you are dressed in the robe of Christ Jesus no shame no destruction no deaths will come near you in the mighty name of Jesus father we give you praise in Jesus mighty name amen put your hand to God put your hand together for Jesus hallelujah 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 glory to God one more time we appreciate you for coming don't be in a rush to leave don't be in a rush to leave um if you are on facebook follow us on facebook if you are on uh, which other platform twitter instagram even whatsapp if you have a phone you should be on whatsapp okay so before we share the grace okay hallelujah she's between 70 
are 90 and some people are below 60 they can't touch their nails you better get some of these materials the 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 doctor that formulated these products that dr b represents she brought it to canada by the way if you don't have a job or you have a job and you want some extra income talk to mr dr b the doctor that formulated the program will be in canada on the 24th which is in two weeks time on thursday at the airport marriott hotel please make your way if you are interested talk to dr b after the service even for your head just go and listen you're not selling you anything it's a free lecture all right so i appreciate everyone remember Ayo Oni is still in the house. Our CDs are here. And remember to purchase one of them. And the Audacity of Purpose by Pastor Kennedy. This book was launched last week. Please get a copy. Let's support the work of his hands. Hallelujah. If you know you are blessed today, just wave your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus. Tell him I appreciate you. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you, Father God, for Sozo 2019, day two. We thank you for the awesomeness. We thank you for all that you've already given us. We thank you, Father, for the grand finale tomorrow. We give you all the glory. We thank you. We worship you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy is following us all the days of our lives. And we are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Tell somebody, Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. Amen. On the 14th of December, on the 14th, sorry.